This is the evil talk in the century. Welcome to the Evolve Talk in the Century. My name is Ndi Imananyam Rabodi, and this is Evolve Hotspot where we bring in young people who have been doing it for the culture and for the community. Today we have an amazing guest, um, Sundeni Ndo, uh, an author of Today is to Do. Do enjoy the rest of the episode. Trust me, you won't want to procrastinate after listening to this episode. Enjoy. Engineer by training, banker by profession, author by calling, speaker by passion. The future is ours. <laughs> Lies. The future is for those who see today is ours. Welcome to Nenny Ritual, though. How are Thank you? Thank you. Thank you very much, Dimanai. Uh, I'm doing very well and I'm so happy to be part of this conversation with you. Well, I gave an introduction about like the introduction, the second part of the introduction rather was one of the quotes that you, I don't know if I said it right, but it's something you said on one of your um, speeches, if I'm, um, I'm right. Yeah, yeah. You remember that? You That's remember correct. That. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I still remember that. <laughs> yeah. So so if someone was to ask you now, Hun Sundani Ritual Ndo, is what will you tell them? What would you say to them? Um, very simple. Uh, hmm. I would say he's a dreamer, a believer, a doer, and that's it. Hmm interesting interesting that is it is very interesting and we've been you know following your work and um looking at what you've been doing what you've been getting up to um you know this part of my podcast is just to embrace people who have been doing the most in the culture people who have been doing the most in the community and i feel like you were one of the people that have been doing the most so the year was 2014 right and you just yeah. finished metric. You received a call yeah. um, telling yeah. you that you're one of the top popular, um, you know, learners in the country. Take us to that moment. Sure. Okay. First, let me just say I, I take it as a compliment to hear someone say mm-hmm. I'm one of the people doing the most. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I I don't take that lightly. So um, thank you very much. Um, mm your question um the, the experience was unreal it it was unbelievable mm. um so I, I can still remember the day i uh, i received the call so actually they were they were trying to call and they were not getting all the mm. food. so mm. my principal had to come through right so uh, fortunately he lives from a village which is not very far from where i am mm. so they had to so what had happened mm. was um, at that point I was still busy uh, bathing, you know. So it was it was like a hectic day after. <laughs> so uh, so where I, I come from, like during that mm. time, I think it was 
a beginning of January. So yeah. we, we, we will go to the field and like uh, plow during that time. So mm. I, I was busy. Yeah. So in, 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 in my language, you call it Utahura. So I was coming mm. from that kind of work. <laughs> so yeah. I was busy uh, bathing and then my phone was just left um, somewhere else. And then my principal mm. came. And the moment he came, I, I knew that something special was happening <laughs> and your instinct <laughs> I, I, I told I you knew, instantly <laughs> i knew that th- there was something special because mm. w- when i was in metric i i was waking uh, pre- in the previous years people would get calls to the the provincial um mm. announcements and that will happen the day before the announcement but the national mm. ones it happens way before that so oh. I had when does it bumps. happen yeah so so the national ones i think the second or the third of jan wow and yeah so you know way before so way before mm. others have received your their oh results you already <laughs> you have done well but at that point mm. you don't necessarily know your statement you yeah. just know that you have been um, selected or invited to mm. to the announcement because the national announcement happens in shall right? Mm. So mm. I think you, you got there actually two days before and then you had like some breakfast, um, supper, media, the minister, mm. ETC. So mm. the, the experience felt really like a dream for me and most particularly to my parents. Um, they couldn't believe it. Um, from the time we were uh, we were taken from our home, uh, like I remember the guy who came to pick us for, for the day we had to go to the awards. Uh, mm. I, he called me and then I was trying to direct him that, no, okay, uh, no, you can find me here by the road. Um, shop right, the, the shop right is there next to where I am. And they said, mm. no, give me, I'm coming Direct. to you. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm coming to your house. I was like, yo. <laughs> mm. Okay. So, so that experience was really amazing. And for my parents, one thing that they would always remember, it was so for for us to get to um Johannesburg, I don't know why it happened that way. Mm. Um we had to fly from uh Pulukwane. So we went to Pulukwane wow. and then we took a flight from Pulukwane to uh Johannesburg. It was actually the first time I was taking yes. a flight. And <laughs> <laughs> and also for for my parents it was also the first time and wow. that that was just an amazing moment for mm. them meeting mm. the minister and all the other top people for me it really felt everything that was happening those days i think it was about three days everything was just like a dream receiving phone calls left right and uh center that mm. that that occasion was madness and yeah it was an exciting Mm. moment i I think like if you can see me right now i'm literally smiling and my eyes are literally just closed (laughs) the way i'm smiling because you just took me to that moment and i feel like i was there i feel like i was actually living that moment at that particular time and i can feel your excitement at that time i can even feel your butterflies like literally (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> I can literally feel everything. Um, so the future is for those who see today. That is one of your quotes. You say that the future is for those who see today. So before you yeah. get to be something, you have to pass through a day, which is what? Today. And yeah. I think these are very powerful quotes from your book, Today is to Do. And I must say, um, do you do, do you mind expanding um, this to us, this quote that I just mentioned? Yeah, so um, a lot of young people, um, they, they've got this sort of mindset of saying when something happened then mm. I will do this so when X happened I will do Y um, for example they will say okay when I graduate um, I will start saving something like that or when mm. I I uh, become 30 then I will give back to my community or uh, when I become rich then I will start doing X, Y, and Z. Mm. And for me, that came from the realization that you you don't really need stages for you to start being something. So yes, mm. you look forward to a day in the future, right? Where mm. you can say, in the future, I'm going to be this elite person. Mm. Come the elite person that you can become you most definitely have to go through a day called today and Mm -hmm. uh, if i can give an example uh, for you you may look at a graduation day as one of the top moments that you're looking forward in your life right Mm -hmm. so in as much as you can dream about the graduation day um that graduation day does not happen if today something does not happen so that link, strong link before that beautiful moment tomorrow, mm. you, you need to capture it and see it today. And wow, today is to do. Beautiful, beautiful. I, I, I really love that. And what made you write this book? What was in your mind when you decided, okay, I'm going to write a book and I'm going to name it Today is to do? Wow. <laughs> so... <laughs> It's a so so funny thing is that it's it actually started as a speech. So I was oh. uh, part of and still part of an organization called Toastmasters International. Mm. So you mm. do your speeches in order to improve your public speaking and leadership skills, right? Mm. And for my project, the last project that I had to do um, was a speech which is inspiring. Um, and that's where I decided to talk or to do the speech called today to do right and mm. when i started before i even wrote the, the speech so most of the things that i write are really my reflections so i've been mm. writing not really writing a book so i i am someone who reflects a lot and i mm. i see the beauty in reflection in that when you reflect you see your mistakes and you are able to improve and become a better person Mm. your reflections can also serve as a lesson to other people so as part of my reflections i realized that there were some of the things that were not really going well for me academically and Mm. i had to go back and look at the basics right and i think Mm. it happens a lot to university students and Mm. one of the 
biggest problems that we face is procrastination and so more than writing for other people I was also writing to myself to say um, you need to beat procrastination and as I'm uh, I, I was reflecting and looking back at how in the past I was able to beat this procrastination then that was able to to give me strength and also strategies if you may say to help me overcome that and it was a message that I thought I could also relay to others mm. and the day I delivered that speech uh, again I just felt something special happening just like one of those moments where you you like wow wow I I, I really felt um, something in my stomach and hmm. I thought this this is a book this message cannot yeah so (laughs) this message can't be limited to this audience Mm. people need to get hold of this uh message and then from that moment i started from that speech and started to build a book from there wow that is that is beautiful i watched the speech and people were just in awe like they were literally had a standing ovation people were just like wow this is beautiful and i love your um your public speaking skills as well because you made you captivated the the audience you were not boring you made the audience laugh like i i was i i really enjoyed it as well thank you yeah i think you have answered what you know um the process <laughs> The thought process not blessed. Today is to do. Well, what are we doing today? Today I choose a nutritious breakfast cereal made from sweet potatoes. Oh yes, sweet potatoes. Bohab fruit, raisins and macadonia fruits. Well, mukapundi with cereal is good for your weight loss boost your immune system a great source of explosive energy it, it is good for your digestion improves blood sugar control heart and gut health girl <laughs> mukapundipuchiro is an explosive nutritious addition to your diet <laughs> i think you've answered what the thought process um was and you know Right now, I think I want to know what was the writing process of this book? Mm. How, how how did you go about it? How did you write it? I think that is quite an important question. So that's also a beautiful story. And mm. I, I'd, I'd quote one of my favorite authors, um, Robin Sharma. He, he says that um, all change is hard in the beginning messy in the middle and beautiful at the end and Mm. i find this fitting to also the writing process it's hard in the beginning messy in the middle and very beautiful in the end Mm. and the the process for me when i started from a speech so i put uh that speech as a one page that i wanted to write and I talked to different authors just to find out how they were doing it. Mm. Um, just started to write casually. So I was very casual in my approach uh, at the beginning mm. um, until the point where I 
spoke to one of my friends who is also an author mm. um and i spoke to him i i told him that i am writing a book and he started asking me questions when do i expect to finish um stuff like that i did not have mm. an answer to that and mm. he he made a very pragmatic uh, advice and he said you know what write one page every day mm. and for me that was like light bulb moment and i went back i renamed that project one day one page project so every mm. single day i was going to write one page whether i'm inspired or not i'm writing one page obviously mm. some of the days you you will write less than others some yeah. would push more than one page but the idea is consistency and mm. i kept it it and to to my surprise within a period of 3 months uh the book was done wow. complete yeah mm. that is that is beautiful that is beautiful so uh at the beginning right i mentioned about being an engineer by by training you know so you 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 know you have mentioned that you're an engineer right by by training and a banker by profession how did that happen because those two um i don't know <laughs> how did that happen <laughs> <laughs> okay so the first thing uh, i can say there it's um one of my core beliefs is mm. is that when you are at university the the most important thing that you are learning is not necessarily mm. the content but the ability to learn itself um and the skills that you you get and you you can be able to um utilize them the way you want them to um right so so i mm. think um most of us we get a mindset where we attach um a degree to a career and mm. yes in most cases is like that like if you have a medi a medicine degree maybe a career as a doctor right mm. but in some yeah. instances and in most instances um a, a career is not necessarily a degree a degree is one thing where you are getting the skills and you are getting equipped so mm. it is more of the degree must not decide what you want to do with your life but you must rather decide what you want to do with your degree and mm. and with that thought in mind and adding to part of the description on on what you said at the beginning that uh author by calling um and uh, speaker by passion and entrepreneur by force um i mm. i felt that for me to be able to uh maximize my potential in terms of the other spheres that are part of me um a, mm. a profession in uh, in something which is more related to uh finance management and stuff like that can a little bit be more helpful than maybe a career mm. which is purely technical because yes still in in my banking profession i'm able to use my technical skills because that's what mm. they need 
engineers for they and by the way they the the banks do take engineers a lot and scientists. Is it? Wow, uh, they, I, I didn't know. But why yeah. why do they do that? If you don't mind uh, answering that question. <laughs> so, um, I think one is the technical skills that the okay. scientists and the engineers are able to to bring to the table because engineering mm. in its nature it's about problem solving and mm. whether you're solving a problem in the plant how you're solving a problem in the bank so it's just a different setting but same mindset so that mm. problem solving ability and two um because of that problem solving engineers are mostly also equipped with uh tools that they are able to to use uh which are analytical right and mm. if you you are able to use uh some tools then you you can be able to apply that even uh in a banking sector and besides that i think also a, a just a different way of thinking from people with a finance um background i think that's also one thing that they appreciate so yeah mm. um the the uh, engineers and scientists even people who did uh like physics as a major those people wow. do find themselves so it goes back to what i was saying that mm. um so career and degree is not necessarily one thing it can be mm. one it can be one thing at some point but it, mm. it must so it is not necessarily one thing and we must be able to um to be open to opportunities and not create create boundaries mm. and and another thing i think which is important i think it's about it's about finding our ourselves fit because one one thing is most of the times when we come to universities we we don't necessarily know much about the mm. careers that we are taking we we just saw other people who were doing them and um got inspired but as you come across and you do the courses and you get exposed to other opportunities you really see how broad things can be and and by broadening your views in in that way i i think especially our generation we i think it's very key to be to be flexible yes there are mm. there are merits in uh, in sticking with something that you started there are strong merits in that um on the same mm. vein to to say so because i think in some way um in the past there was a thinking in the past that if you would change maybe a career path maybe you are seen as a failure or is something like that you know and mm. which is not necessarily the case so you you can you can discover things and as a young person i think we we should be open to exploring opportunities that are available to us yeah i think i've said a mouthful mm Thank you for that. So I got introduced to you through an organization called Bono Foundation, right? Yeah. Um, tell me more about what you guys do and like, just more about the organization as well. 
catch all the tea after the break. Are you wondering how I made this podcast episode? Do you want to start a podcast? Well, let me plug you real quick. I guess you haven't heard about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain to you. It's free. Yeah, you had that right. It's free. There is a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you and it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So, Bono Foundation is is an organization which believes in the future of young people who are mm. in this areas so you mm. take a student who is in an area which is very isolated um they don't have access mm. to many resources maybe internet and stuff like that they don't know much about many career options maybe there are not many inspirations around them and academically mm. also their schools may be underperforming so we we care deeply about those kind of students to say for, mm. for us to to be able to be where we are we we were raised and we saw great opportunities because of other people who were able to help us so what we tend mm. to do is to say to that kind of a student to say your dream is our dream and it's not necessarily mm. to, to to give them dreams but to allow them to dream on their own and because mm. th- there is something beautiful about dreaming is that you when you see others doing well you are able to dream for yourself right so that's mm. one thing that i i think we we're trying to achieve we're saying see other people who are going to university see other people who are starting out their career they came from the same environment as you 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 did so that allows them to dream right and the second mm. thing is when you are dreaming dreams are also limited to to what we know right if you mm. you don't know you can um you can go to the moon you can't dream about it right so mm. mostly it's only the few people that are able to dream about things that are beyond what can be done yeah uh, maybe mm. one person of the population but they the majority can only dream we have seen right so mm. if you can see that okay somebody can become an engineer or someone can become an actor or someone can go and do politics etc then the, mm. we are exposing them to different options so that they can dream and and also help them apply for the universities that they are um they want to go to uh colleges and bursaries mm and offer them support in terms of mentorship and really 
anywhere where we can help academically so that's what as bono foundation we are we are trying to to do mm-hmm. so what is your um position or rather what is um what is the role that you play in the organization so <laughs> yeah position and role are very two different things so <laughs> So yeah. when it comes to um, to position, I can say I am one of the co-founders of the organization okay. and mm. uh, also a, a director. So um, okay. as the co-founders, we sit in our board of directors for the organization. And mm. so, so when it comes to my role, my role is to to help the team drive through the the vision. And also to to help uh, the people who are coming through because it's it's something that we can we cannot do on our own really mm. if it's just me alone I can't do anything right so just to inspire people to get involved in such things and to find opportunities where we can collaborate with other people find opportunities where we we can be able to get assistance financially or otherwise. So basically, mm. I can say, from a leadership point of view, anything that can help drive the organization uh, moving mm. forward. Mm. 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 That is beautiful. So we are in a pandemic, right? Um, and it's hard for everyone yeah. of us. What do you think is the role of civil society during a time like this? So uh, I think a, a pandemic like this re- reminds us of the basic principles of um, humanity, and mm. those are kindness, empathy, sympathy, uh, the principles of Ubuntu. Um, you are because I am. Uh, mm. Because if you look at the way the coronavirus spread, it spread mostly because someone is not observing some of the things that they are supposed to observe someone mm. is reckless in breaking the rules and they go home they pass the coronavirus to um elderly people so mm. it's more of being aware that if i am affected i can affect all the other people so maybe mm. i might have a strong immune system but i should be able to 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 care about those ones that might have um, mm. and and say um, I care about other people because even if you are not directly infected you are also um, affected so I think one the role of the co- uh, civil community is to to make sure that we individually and collectively abide to the protocols that can help us to mm. be safe from the pandemic and to, to care about those who are affected um, providing them support either emotionally or financially and mm. and three try to educate those who are who might be less aware of what's happening and who might be ignorant so mm, I think mm. that's the role that we should play as a society. Mm. So um, as an organization, rather, as a youth organization, what role do you 
play at a time like this so um from bono foundation's perspective um there are a couple of things that we have done so number one we mm. have managed to um raise uh funding um mm. uh, i'm not sure of the actual value but it's uh more than 10,000 that we have been able to raise mm. and nice. we we found students some of the students that are struggling and coming from families that are disadvantaged and mm. we were able to um to help them with uh with and also mm. with, uh, stationery that can help them on their uh, um academics so uh, i think that that was uh something that was very good from us so we we were able to help at least 20 students um and secondly our programs are are still on and mm. um one of the programs that we hold host um yearly is called cavalier which is career and facility life awareness so mm. we, we in the past we would host it um on a face to face but this year we were forced to have it online and mm. everything went well online we were able to educate our students online although we are aware that some of the students were not able to access such material because of issues mm. such as internet access and networks but some of the students we know were able to be assisted so our mentorships uh, program also is still ongoing and the students that we are offering mentorship uh we still in contact with them trying to help them uh deal and navigate mm. through these uh tough times so uh, i think we are doing what we can um in our powers as an organization mm that that is beautiful so do today because yesterday is gone love that mm. Yeah. I also love what you once said. You said I finished matric as a king, right? Mm. And now you are a master's degree holder. What words can you tell young people out there from all walks of lives? From being mm. a king who finished mat- uh, from a person who finished matric as a king to being a master's degree holder. Sure, that's that's a <laughs> tough question, but to to young people, uh, I'd say best believe, um, and mm. and I think that's a that's a strong word, believe. And mm. you know, most of the times when motivational speakers would say believe in yourself, sometimes we take it as cliche, but the reason they repeat it so much is because it's it's important right uh, i have once read somewhere mm. that your icon is more important than your iq and i, I see that mm. a lot of okay. people would write themselves off because maybe somebody mm. said they can't or they are mm. they are stupid and and we forget mm. that being intelligent or being smart it's is not an it's not a finite thing so you're not just born with a certain uh portion of intelligence so is which from day 1 until you die is on that level so 
Mm. Yes, we we might we 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 must acknowledge that yes, we have got um biological factors. Some people are naturally more talented or more gifted than others. But mm. hard work always beats talent when talent does not work hard. So someone who is less talented can work their way through and strive i, I do believe um the, 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 there is a, a little bit of um natural ability understanding things however i would say most of the things that i've been able to do was through consistency hard work blood sweat tears sacrifice mm. and putting a lot of effort so just try it if you just try it if it doesn't happen it doesn't happen but don't write yourself off and another thing that we also normally write ourselves off because of its a uh, background and maybe social the the the, the, the social conditions right and we mm. are well aware that as people especially as black people who come from disadvantaged backgrounds but we should not let our backgrounds put our back on the ground so now just because mm-hmm. i was born poor the thing that i should remain poor and continue blaming other people so we can stand up and step up and do our part so uh, i mm-hmm. i believe so much in the potential of of young people and if only they could believe in themselves i think um a lot of beautiful things can happen in their lives beautiful don't let your background put your back on the ground that is that is a word. amen <laughs> that is a, that is a word on its own <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for coming over on the on the Evolve Talk. This is um, the Evolve Hotspot. Um, I, I really learned a lot, and I just like your final some of the on uh, your final words when you spoke about blood, sweat, and tears. It just reminds me of a chapter that I'm busy writing, which is blood, sweat, and tears. Uh, so wow. I'm like. <laughs> I'm like yes, I'm, I'm really inspired. Yeah, we are connected. Yes, <laughs> so I'm really inspired. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm really inspired. I'm, I hope someone who's listening out as well is inspired by this conversation and find inspiration, and also know that today is to do. Absolutely, I. I I must say I'm also inspired by the work that you are doing and mm. yeah I wish you all the best on your fighting process. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. You are welcome. One, two, one, two. So, so fellas, you know,
And this is all we have for today. Stay tuned for more of the Evolve Talk. This is the Evolve Talk.